This morning, I'm just going to give you an update um, about Eastgate. But before I do that, just to introduce myself, uh, David Stevens, for those of you who don't know me, uh, married to Kate. Many of you will know Kate. And Kate this morning is uh, in Salzburg. She opted to go and do a Sound of Music tour rather than listen to me. <laughs> so she's uh, do-re-meing up and down the steps, having a great time with our eldest daughter. It was Kate's birthday last week and our eldest daughter's birthday last week. And they're having a great time out there singing and dancing and looking at all the sights on that fabulous film that we all know. Um, got four children, so Joe's out in Salzburg at the moment, uh, Michael, Peter, both at college, and then Philippa, who's uh, 17 now and just, doing, just in her final year of A-levels, working hard. I've been a, uh, a member of this church since 1981, which was before it was a church. Um, it was a youth group essentially, and uh, just been a tremendous pleasure to see how things have developed and God's taken us over the decades. And uh, we've ended up here in the building at Eastgate. And uh, really, if you, if you take the, the source of, um, of Eastgate and you, you take it backwards in time, you would end up... Um, the source of the river, if you like, would have been at uh, Gravesend Girls Grammar School in the late 70s, where there's a number of um, girls in the sixth form there who Holy Spirit touched, uh, including my wife. And, um, and that's really where, where Eastgate's come from, along with joining in on the way with Living Hope Church in, in Gravesend in 2005. So it's such a privilege to be part of the directorship team here, if you like, as eight directors. And I'm so privileged to work, work with you guys. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a sort of... David and Tim have come in recently with myself. And I know that, you know, the church is in good hands going forward because God's hand is on, on you, David, on you, Joe, Tim and, Tim and Emily. And it's such a privilege to work with the directorship team here. I'm also a trustee. I've been a trustee for 13 years. Um, and with Kate, uh, we, we run the, the LAM, the Love After Marriage um, ministry here at Eastgate, which I'll talk about a little bit later on. I'm also a steward part of the stewarding team, so I'm multifunctioning this morning, um, and I'm also a director of Countryside, the Countryside are the, um, the housing developer building Springhead Park. Uh, this week we, it was announced we were, we've just won the best large builder in the country award. Um, It's, it's been a great privilege to work with them, see this site here and, and others in Kent, Surrey and Sussex that I oversee 
um, develop and see the community move in here. Um, yeah, it's great. We, um, so I've got a sort of budget that I work with of about £160 million for this year to oversee. Um, and for those of you who are in customer service, um, you know, it's one of the things we really try and work hard on uh, in, in Countryside, our net promoter score, if that means anything to you. We're sort of in the 60 to 70 range, which sort of puts us up with Apple. It's a sort of global scale. Apple and Porsche and John Lewis, and that's what we aspire to. Good housing, great housing. And I know some of you here are residents on the site. What I want to talk to you about this morning, four things. I'm going to cover a bit on governance. This is really to keep you informed, but it's, it's an information session. Talk a little bit about our history and God's blessing. Look at our vision and our purpose and that, how, how that ties in with finances. Because in East Great we're growing. It's good to look back. It's good to look forward. So just on the governance side of things, we are a charity. Uh, we come under Charity Commission regulations. Um, and there's five trustees. Um, Myself and Dennis, who's our treasurer, Akin, Hugh Richard, Paul Bungay, who's leading the worship this morning, and myself. I'm chairman of the trustees. Um, and all the figures and, and, and finance stuff I'm going to give you this morning be taken from our audited accounts that ended in, in April. Um, and I would have said you can go to the website, the Charity Commission website, and get some more details on that, but I checked yesterday and our accounts haven't actually been uploaded for last year onto the site yet. The headline figures are there, but within the next few days we, we hope that's the case. So I'm going to give you some headline figures later on, but there's a lot more detail online. And if you wanted to go in, our charity number is 1102206. We can just search for us, Eastgate Kent Limited, on the Charity Commission uh, website. Some years ago, I was in a, in a meeting in New Ash Green Primary School, um, and there's a chap called Julian Adams there, who is well, well known to us as a church, and has given the church, in fact we were sort of recollecting in a meeting recently how significant Julian Adams' prophecies have been over Eastgate over the years. But I was in a meeting, and he, he spoke over me, just a word about being an, an oak tree. And I think it was a two-hour meeting, and, and God just rooted me to the spot as an oak tree and said, you know, you're to be a support, really, for what's happening at Eastgate. You're to be faithful. You're to be strong. And you're to provide a safe place. And I guess, in essence, that's what the trustees are doing. They're providing an environment. And Danny Silk would call it, he has an analogy of a fire and a fireplace. I don't know if you've heard him on that. There's so much happening here that God's doing through his Holy Spirit. There's so much fire. There's, 
there's so much, you know, effect, affecting people's lives. We're seeing people healed on a regular basis. You know, the fire of God is here. But if you're at home, there's only a couple of places you really want fire. One's in a fireplace because it's contained, and that's the place for a fire at home. The other one might be your barbecue, if you want to take that analogy. But you want your fire to be safe. You want it to be in the place that God intended it to be. And uh, that's a bit of my role as well. In terms of uh, what we're, we're doing as a within the sort of... Um, Charity. We're advancing the Christian faith. We're called to relieve poverty, to educate young persons, to advance education in family life, marriages, relationships, and parenting, and to advance Christian education and training. That's how our charity deeds are, are written. Talking a bit about God's blessing over us, it's good to remember where we've come from. Um, you know, sometimes, well, I don't take for granted, but who's been here since we moved into this building? Who knows Eastgate in the framework of, of this building only? I wasn't here before uh, the building. There's quite a number we're growing. So it's good back to look at, look at our history and God's blessing on us. Effectively, we were meeting in schools and we needed a home. We started uh, working with countryside and land securities back in 2005. We found out there was an opportunity here. Mary Smith, who's a local planner, helped sort of identify there was a possibility here. We started working with countryside and land securities we went on a long journey of, um, through many delays, many frustrations um, of developing this building. This photograph, I think, is taken in 2012 when we just started. But the building had to be contested for. There is a spiritual element to everything we do. There was a spiritual battle to get this place established here. And I remember because I was working on this site at the time, I used to Pretty much every Friday afternoon for a couple of years, I had the corners of this building staked out in a field, and I used to walk around there, and I used to pray. And I would pray for this place to be a place where God's kingdom would be established. And I prayed for this place to be a place that God's kingdom affects over many generations. Going forward, it's, you know, it has a legacy. It will affect the community. But it had to be contested for. And there's other things we're contesting for at the moment. And we will continue to do so. So we designed it with, Martin designed it with a community hub, with flexibility, and to be used for the community. Financial background to the building is that faithfully over 10 years, the church saved and contributed a million and a half pounds towards putting this place together. And we had some large donations. Countryside donated uh, nigh on half a million pounds. 
But it's the small things that touch my heart. It's the coffee mornings that, Jilly, you put on, you know, to raise that money. It's the faithfulness of the congregation over many years. Part of uh, funding this place, we took on a mortgage, which we still have. Uh, But the reason that the developers uh, chose us was we had money in the bank. We'd been faithful in, in putting that money together. We were a viable business partner for them. Our current mortgage um, is just under £1.3 million. And at the last trustees meeting a few weeks ago, we actually celebrated the fact that the mortgage now is under uh, the £1.3 million mark. So it's on its way down. We're paying off interest and the capital sum over a 15-year period. And uh, when we wrote the business plan, we're trying to cover off... Uh, the mortgage repayments really with the rent that we can derive from hiring out the building. Um, this year, or last year up to, to April, um, our rent, rental income was £62,000, which is about two-thirds of um, our annual mortgage repayments, or it was up until this week, until Mark Carney... Uh, made his uh, announcement and put interest rates up slightly. So we've got another £3,200 to find per annum now. Uh, but I think um, interest rates should settle at that, at that level for some time. Um, just to point out, really, that as with any family, the mortgage is a family responsibility. You know, it won't go away. It's there every month to pay. So faithfulness in giving is is a key towards that. We opened Eastgate, the building, uh, in December 2013. And we were delighted to have Adam Holloway, who's the local MP for Gravesham, um, attend and do that for us. He's been a, a great encouragement to us here. And it's been up to, uh, coming up to four years now that we've been open as a building. And how have we fulfilled our brief? How have we set out or fulfilled what we set out to do? When we had planning permission, or when we got our planning permission, the key theme of that was that this building would be to bring people together. And it would be, the building would be extensively used for community activity and that we would uh, maximise the potential of the community using the building. So who uses Eastgate? Over the last four years, we've seen those who use use Eastgate grow. A variety of uh, people hire the building and use the building um, from local businesses, Uh, local authorities, the NHS, various charities, education bodies. And we set it up that businesses would pay one rate, a higher rate, and community users would pay a lower rate. So one supplements the other. Sports and leisure users. And we are also the local polling station. So looking ahead, 
our finances really need to be linked to our vision or our purpose. And these two are a bit interchangeable in terms of definition, but over the next 40 years, we want Eastgate to be a regional catalyst to create heaven on earth. That's what we want. So that's what we're going to be directing our finances to. So directors and trustees need wisdom as to how to allocate the resources we have. How do we align with heaven? How do we partner with heaven? What's he calling us to do? Is it this or this? Because there's so many opportunities that we have. We have opportunities in terms of training. As we run the day in the evening schools, Um, Last year we launched Living Fire, which is a training and equipping ministry for for other church leadership teams. Uh, We're involved with various elements of um, the health sector. We run the Healing Centre on a Saturday. Heaven in Healthcare, Pete's very much involved. They're leading a team there. Um, Transformation Centre that Donna's... uh, Raising up, counselling, um, education with Hope School coming in through that window over there later this year. Uh, the community, heaven in business, and the media. So there's, there's a lot that we're involved with, and there's a load of other stuff I've probably missed. As a principle, right back from when we started the church, we've always given 10% of our given income away. We continue to do that. So last year we gave, over the last 18 months, we've given away £52,000 to a variety uh, of good causes, a number of which I've put up on the slide here. Um, So we've given support to the uh, the night sanctuary, the sort of homeless sanctuary in Gravesend, uh, that um, City Praise Centre have uh, initiated, to New Generation Schools Trust, who are the, the body who are going to be running the new school out the back, care for the family, as well as a number of uh, charities like Eleanor, uh, Tear Fund, Help the Aged. And Dave Webster, who's one of the directors, leads a, a group who considers who we give to, who you know, who we want to support. So if you have a burden for various organisations to give to, if you see David, he'll, he'll, he can discuss that with you because we want to be directing our giving to appropriate, in an appropriate way and an appropriate place. So in terms of uh, our financial position... Our income continues to grow. Um, there's, a, there's an upward trend um, since we opened the building here. Uh, these numbers are from our audited accounts, uh, which, as I say, you can find on the Charity Commission website. And our income this year is just below uh, a million pounds. Our expenditure is also growing. <laughs> Because we're looking to build the kingdom, we're looking to invest with what we've been given. Fortunately, our expenditure is slightly below our income, which is good news, because we've been 
We've been given the responsibility of stewarding wisely uh, and looking after, you know, the finance we've been giving and making sure that we're getting sort of value for money. So we've seen God's blessing. We've seen growth. About 75% of our income uh, is through what we're given, through donations. Of note is that through gift aid, the government last year gave us £116,000. So we thank them very much for that. Um, If you give regularly to Eastgate, you'll remember here, um, I just encourage you, if you don't, if you haven't signed a gift aid form, uh, to sign one of those. And there's some over at the back on the welcome uh, stand at the end. Um, because the government will let us then claim money back on what you give. So we, our other income streams are from renting the building, as I said, from the school fees that we charge, from conferences that we put on from time to time, and other church activities. Our expenditure, as I say, was below our income last year. This is set out in accounting terms. So our accounts talk about charitable activities, support costs. Um, But our charitable activities and support costs would cover all of our church activity, would cover the day and evening schools that we put on, would cover training and equipping in a variety of ways that we, uh, we put out. It would include staff costs, travel, the church holiday, albeit we get money in for that. Uh, Outreach and mission, children and youth, church events, worship, sozo, and all the training we put on. Half of our expenditure, or over half of our expenditure, is is on is on people, staff costs, which are our biggest investment. Uh, We now employ 20 people on a full-time or part-time basis. And that's really so that we can cement in place people's time, that their time is released to give to building the kingdom and doing what we're doing here. But I'd like to also uh, recognize the key role, the absolute vital role of volunteers, volunteers. you know, more or less everything we put on on a Sunday morning is done on a, on a voluntary basis, whether it be the car parking, the stewarding, the teas and coffees, the youth work, the children's work. Um, that's all done on a, on a voluntary basis. And I guess many of us in our Christianity, we want a practical outworking. We don't just want a head knowledge Christianity. Many of us want to express our faith in what we do. I've been lucky to, not lucky, God has provided for me an ability to knit my professional life with what we've built here at Eastgate. But I just encourage you, you know, to to volunteer here at Eastgate to do stuff. Get connected via the connection groups that Joe was talking about. And as, as Dave Webster was uh, in the first meeting today and Patrick was, was repeating, you know, there's new fruit. There's new fruit for us all as we go forward. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what electric fruit is. 
I have, I have no idea what electric fruit is that we were singing about. But it sounds something sort of Holy Spirit inspired, doesn't it? It sounds quite exciting. So I want to know what that electric fruit is in my life going forward. Uh, This year, the trustees, directors, have approved a budget that was 10% higher than last year because we're growing, we're called to do more. Um, We're introducing new systems of budgeting and management accounts as we grow. We have to do that. And six months through the year, um, we're on target with regards income and expenditure against that budget. Um, I'd just like to thank Miriam Ray, who on a voluntary basis, uh, who is an accountant, has been helping us develop these systems. Um, So a very, very big thank you to Miriam. She's also been looking at how we compare to other similar churches and organizations in the UK in terms of staffing numbers and budgets, etc. It's been really very useful. A couple of quick uh, updates in terms of the annex. We've made, obviously, significant um, progress this year in getting planning permission. We definitely need the extra space here, certainly on a Sunday. However, our, as, as the note went out a couple of weeks ago, the initial tenders have come in significantly above uh, that which we budgeted. So we feel it's wise to Retender, go out again, look elsewhere in terms of getting the, the deal that we, we need to, to carry on with that, which may cause a, a delay of three or four months. Um, but I know when we were contending for this building, one of the things that God very clearly said to me was he's in a joint venture, joint venture partnership with us and he's responsible for timing and he's responsible for outcomes. And I know God said that to me. I know that's, you know, that's uh, true of the annex. It's true of where we're going to relocate the encounter lounge. It's true of the school over there. God's with us and it's in his timing. Good news is we've saved quite a lot of money towards it. We're talking with Barclays Bank about an extension uh, to our mortgage and we have a great asset here. This is on the books, this building at about 2.4 million, but I reckon it's worth at least double that if you actually went to build it again today. Hope School this year, the land's been transferred a couple of weeks ago from Countryside to um, KCC. Funding's been approved. Planning permission is due in November. Start on site is in December. I'm planning for that at the moment. School's going to open next September. And Eastgate are the partner church with New Generation Schools Trust. So just think what it's going to be like when you've got mums and dads dropping their kids over there, coming into the cafe in the morning. There's going to be such a buzz to it. And I know at the moment we're looking for people to sign up. I haven't got all the details, but there's stuff you can do if you read the church notes and take note of um, what you can do towards the Hope School. That's a really exciting thing that's coming our way. Eastgate has been built on generosity. It's been built on continual faithfulness for those who attend and have attended over many years. Uh, It's built on freedom. But with freedom comes a responsibility to play your part. Give in accordance with your income. Do what you can do. 
And that's in terms of finances and it's in terms of your time as well. No volunteer for stuff, as I said earlier. Eastgate's built by a family. That's what we are. And families have responsibilities. Families have funny quirks. But we are a family. Just to finish, I'd, um, I'd just like to say a big thank you, really, from the, you know, the directors and the trustees for your continued support and your continued generosity. And I just want to finish with uh, a blessing that I'm going to read over you. It's, by, it's from a book written by a chap called Arthur Burke, who's an, an American, who I'm not sure yet has hit Eastgate, but may do. Um, and we came across him, Kate and I, through the Love After Marriage um, program that we're running. And it would be missed me to not mention Love After Marriage um, at this point. So, seriously, calling all married couples. If you're here and you're married, that's you. We're running a new course starting in January. All the details are um, on the church notes that are emailed out. But I would say it is a, it is a jewel of Bethel that, is, that has been... Um, you know, we're now able to put on here. Um, and it's given, I guess, a new understanding to Kate and I of a sort of pearl of great price that has had such a significant effect on not only our marriage, but our whole lives and our family lives. So, I'd like to read a blessing out over you. If you'd, if you'd stand up. And I'm going to... Uh, call you Eastgate, but Eastgate means you as, as an individual, you as a, as a person before God. So let's just uh, listen to this. Eastgate, I bless you with the joy of having favour in the eyes of others, both in the household of faith and with non-Christians. I bless you with people who will come alongside you eager to help you in the work of the Lord that he has appointed you to. I bless you with knowing people who will help you make you successful, who will believe in you and who will be encouraging and life-giving to you. People who will propel you along in your life, taking the initiative to serve you and your vision. I bless you with favour in rebuilding and restoring the community around you. As the secular leadership, religious leadership and civil government become aware that they do not have answers or wisdom to heal the brokenness of the culture. I bless you with the favour of God upon you so that those who are wounded and hurting in business, politics, church and professional or social leadership will look upon you with favour, turn to you and find the wisdom of God through you. Amen. Amen.